But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. And of course, we are joined by the one, the only, the stand, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio, a.k.a. the bananas defender what's really good gang what's shaking with y'all what's up chilling 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 becky how are you i'm good just chilling like a villain i swear you need to stop with that extra no, ass intro no, for antonio because you look at him and he gets so his, his <laughs> ego is so <laughs> big with it he needs to chill it's hey, fun Joe. facts it's fun tyler how are you i'm sad what, what, why are you sad <laughs> today? He needs tissues and what's, a lot of wine. What's wrong, buddy? Everything I just, okay? I just don't like seeing my favorite go out early. That's all. Well, oh, you know, poor thing. It happens. It happens. He's butt hurt. It's okay. No, I'm just. I'm just. I'm good. I just want you to know we are here for you and we support yeah. you. One hundred percent. You guys are all gonna shit on me all episode. I just not know even, it. it's gonna happen. Not even. All right, before we jump into How today's episode, <laughs> before we jump into today's episode, we are brought to you by Josh's Tears. One bottle of these. <laughs> God, I can't fucking stand this guy. And I said like, we're just gonna take it easy on him, but he makes it so easy, so easy to be dislikable. Um, do make sure you visit shop thechallenge.com for all of your customizable challenge gear. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your love war challenges gear. Before we go ahead and jump in, Becky, anything juicy has been happening on social media or anything we need to get on before we jump into this episode? I mean, nothing really super important. Just, it looked like Lolo and um, what's her face, uh, Nicole, got into a whole discussion about how it was unfair that people were uh, against people that were much bigger than them and she tried to allege that cam's like 40 pounds heavier than her is she like I, no i mean there's uh, no way nicole looks like she's like 115 120 if that but she's got a lot of muscle i mean that girl has muscle on her and that could be really yeah, heavy but, but tone without mass is really just looks good she's a firefighter but that means she had to lift up heavy, heavy ass shit. There ain't no reason to say that she can't, you know, be able to body Cam and Cam bodied her. So at the end of the day, she lost. I mean, she She's bodied someone with one salty. arm. So like, I wouldn't brag about that. Huh? She bodied someone with one arm. I wouldn't really brag about that. She bodied her to hurt her arm. 
That's how her arm got hurt, dumb. <laughs> All right. Before we go ahead and move forward, big shout out to the Challenge Unbothered Facebook groups, our home group. Love you guys. Love to see you in the chat. Who do we got today? Kevin, what's up? Jack, what's shaking? My man, Joe, what's good? Pam, I see you. Irving, what's popping? Antonio Pi. Sano JR. I don't know who the fuck that is. That's me, asshole. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Not tonight. I'm busy. Nadine uh, was good. Whitney <laughs> was good. Glad to see all of you guys. Uh, real quick, how do we feel about Lolo? I love Lolo. She has accomplished a she has accomplished a lot. She is a beast. And I'm seeing a lot of Lolo hate. How do you guys feel about the Lolo hate? I don't like how she tried to shame Cam with the fact that that whole situation happened. That was the one thing I didn't like. And I think Lolo's actually done pretty well at keeping a low profile, um, you know, especially during the episode. Twitter wasn't having none of that shit. I mean, I love Lolo, especially as a competitor more than, you know, they for drama, because that's what she is. She's there to compete. And I feel like definitely on the female side, we need more female competitors that are there to actually, like, you know, compete instead of there for the free, for the free vacation. So I'm all in for Lolo. I think she, that gives great to the show so long as she's around the better the happier i am so more lolos less angela's yes did you guys hear i like angela i like angela too i shouldn't have taken that shot but faith is getting her own show she is yeah i saw something about that on some uh, random, yeah she's kind of been in the news a little bit because i guess the people from her vanderpump show i guess they're still like getting canceled and now she's getting a show I don't know what kind of yeah. show it's going to be. I think it's still in development. But, yo, big congrats to her. Big ups. You know, can't be mad at that. Yeah, they accused her of, um, I guess, yeah, drugging and shit. stealing guys. Mm. Uh, stealing from guys, like, because she was black with a weave and they they assumed it was her, I think is what she said, that they were doing. The fuckery. So, yeah. So, they they got canceled and they got kicked off of their show. And I'm not surprised that Faith got one out of it. Let's see how she works it, though. She is full of drama, so it might be entertaining. All right. You guys ready to get into it? Let's, let's get into yeah. it. Let's go ahead and do it. I am so ready. My body is ready. You guys ready? Yes. Antonio, mm. what are you looking at on your phone? Um, I don't want to talk about it. You on Tinder? He's no. Whoa. Whoa. No. He's taking he's, selfies over there. No. Did you see him earlier? Was, like, no. So I'm on the swear he cute. No. He swears no. he cute. <sighs> So I have money on the Nuggets minus three and a half, and they're the losing Nuggets by playing? five. The Kings. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's not a bad bet. <laughs> What's the spread? Uh, minus three and a half. What you bet? Uh, it's a parlay. Oh, well. Yeah. Minus that's only one. That's the only thing I have left. And of course, you know, they're gonna fuck me. So. You know what? Big congrats <laughs> to everybody. You're getting to see the start of a really bad gambling habit. Oh, no, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> deep you into a hole. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to get All into right. it? Let's get into All right, it. bet. Back at the house. So in this first block, we got three main things that, that went on. That's uh, Kyle turning the house against Fessy and Fessy versus Kyle. Uh, CT and Big T bonding and Corey get his whole shit blown up by Fessy where he exposes what goes on in the chamber. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Kyle versus Fessy. Um... Kyle comes back, he's victorious, instantly uh, starts turning the house against Fessy. Uh, where do you think Kyle stands at right now? Uh, he, has a, he has a gold skull. Where do you think he stands at in this game? Is, is he a big dog mid-tier? Where's he at? Tyler, kick it off. Team, well, it's also because of his team, but him paired up with Cam, they're big dogs. 
Um, although Cam isn't known for being one that wins tons of dailies, that's one of her weaker points, at least in my opinion. Um, and Kyle doesn't either. But if this team can, they, as we have seen in the past, are willing to play with vendettas and they will go after somebody on just like personal beat instead of playing a smart move. Kyle and Cam as a team, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I, I definitely feel like they can get damaged on it. I, I, I know I'm probably the minority, but I think Kyle is a very good competitor. I, I know a lot of people think Cam is. So just, I feel like the way they'll work, it might hurt them in the end because I feel like they play more emotionally than strategically because I feel like they will go after someone who, like what Tyler said, they'll go after their own personal vendetta then do what's best for their game. I think Kyle has always been more of a political player. Um, and Cam is also more of a political player. So I think, I think, you know, Kyle always to me was mid tier. He was never an elite, but he's never like one of those people that's like a toss up or like a layup. Two finals. Well, he's, I mean, he's mid, I think he, he likes to, to skate on the people that like him. So he has a tendency to fly under the radar a lot. Um, so I think that if he gets into eliminations, he does well. Uh, it's just, I think he's still more mid-tier than a full-blown elite competitor. I think he's got a way to go if he wants to do that. Um, but I do give him a lot of um, props for his political savvy. And I think him and Cam are going to be a force. Hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. It, everything you said uh, was describing Cam as well. At least in my eyes. Like, <laughs> to a T. Like, no, I'm being honest. But like, if we're being honest, like, Everybody loves Cam. Everybody loves Cam because she speaks uh, your mind. And then, no, okay. not everyone. When I say everyone, I obviously don't mean 100%. Like 99 still means everyone. The people that have taste. It's, it's, it's the, the, the people on Twitter, the people on social media, they love Cam because they live vicariously through somebody that speaks their mind and is not willing to put up with shit and everything like that. It's something that everybody wants to do in their life. And Cam lives it and they enjoy that. But realistically, she is also a mid-tier player just like Kyle. They're the exact same player. They leech onto stronger players build alliance with, alliances with them, and then skate their way to the final. And they're both pretty good in eliminations. And don't roll your eyes or anything. Cam leached to Kara, who's a better player, and helped her get to a final. Kyle did it with Bananas. Kyle also did it with Kara, too, I guess. So. This motherfucker He definitely spit. did it with Kara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you must have been holding How long you been holding that one in? No, that just... That was, that was just <laughs> he's, he's big mad. Cam has him flustered See, and frustrated, Tyler, huh? Tyler was late today just thinking about this whole, that whole sentence. He's like, you know what? Can we be prepared first, and then I'll join. You know, one of my favorite moments from the whole big Kyle and Fessy fallout was uh, I love how Cam tried to take control of the situation and try to break the whole thing up. I thought that showed a lot of maturity, at least there. And I think that might be really, really good for Kyle. Uh, let's stay on with Fessy. Fessy leaks to the group that what the big reveal is. Um, I, I try to rationalize this and I spent way more time thinking about like, hey, what was going through his head? <laughs> he, he must have thought that like, somehow this is gonna benefit him in some way. and. I don't really see any benefit whatsoever. It would have been better if you told Kyle, I voted for you because you know what? I woke up today and decided I fucking didn't like you. Or I don't have to tell you why I voted for you. I just don't trust you. He could have said anything besides of what the actual reveal was. And in doing so, alienated Corey, which in turn is probably going to alienate Nelson a little bit. What do you make of this, um, this fucking reveal uh, Fessy did for the group? Um, um, 
Yeah. Can I can, can I can I ask a question? Because oh, in, in, in I'm sorry, Antonio, you watch <sighs> you watch Big Brother, right? Yes, I do. Um, I thought Big Brother people are supposed to be really good, like socially and like politically. What is going on here? Uh, even in Fessy's Big Brother season, he was clueless to everything. He is a so he was supposed to be a comp beast, could have win shit, but he was just clueless. He was on the wrong side of the house, and he just wasn't really there. And just liking Fessy Big Brother and seeing him on the challenge, I like him. But it's so hard just seeing him be this stupid. Like, I feel like, like, I'm, a, like I'm a Nelson fan right now. Just watching Nelson be stupid like every Nelson. season. All right, well. He is, he is pretty stupid. <laughs> Fessy's gameplay right now, it's, it's a mess. He's relying on, yeah, I'm, I'm the biggest guy here. You're not gonna want to go against me, and that's gonna carry himself to the final. That's what that's in his head. That's what he thinks. So he thinks he doesn't need a social game. But the way he's handling this game, it's gonna hurt him more than it's gonna help him. And Becky, I am curious to know what Anissa thought about this. I am surprised that yeah. they didn't. We didn't see a reaction. Show her reaction to this. Uh, I think Fessy is believing his own hype. His ego is getting way too big. Um, he needs to slow down. Yes, he's a good competitor. At the end of the day, I think he he just needs to stop acting <laughs> like he's the shit and like he can't be beaten because he's been beaten because that final beat the crap out of him last season. So he needs to humble himself. Exactly. Uh, he, he might end up being a guy who does really good in dailies, really good in eliminations, but won't win the final because, you know, he doesn't have enough stamina or something like that or he's too heavy. Exactly. I think he just needs to stop with the hype thing. He's on a hype train, but I am upset that they did not show Anissa's reaction because Anissa is pretty much the brains of that operation. <laughs> what does somebody say? Is that uh, Anissa isn't familiar with winning? <laughs> and this I is who you week. got. I said that last week. <laughs> as the brains, um, it's probably not a good move. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, move to something a little bit more lighter in the A block. And that's uh, Fessy and CT getting their bond on. Uh, we saw really, you know, it was really cute. They come up with little nicknames for each other. I think it was Fuzzy Bear and Hawk. And CT thinks he might be able to work with it. How did this, uh, how did this bonding, this, um, these two coming together make you guys feel? Becky. I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. I was reading something that Fuzzy somebody... Bunny. Oh, Fuzzy Bunny. Fuzzy what did I say? Oh my bear. God. Fuzzy Bear. You, you made it too yeah. intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not a bear. He's a bunny. <laughs> He is very much a bunny, but no, I thought it was really cute and really sweet. Um, it, a big T inspires a lot of almost big brother feelings, like not like big brother that, that, but you know, little sister kind of feelings where I think the guys want to protect her and they really want to be there to kind of boost her up. Cause they know that I think she gets underestimated a lot because she is so small. Uh, so I like it. I think it's going to be a good combo. Uh, and I really, really, really am praying and hoping that the competition doesn't get to CT and he becomes an asshole, which every once in a while he does with female partners. Antonio. I I love this duo. Um, Just like, just to see how the both personalities are going to match together. It's like fun. Because uh, Big T is like this lovable person. She's like always energetic. Then CT is like, yeah, I'm going to lay low, do my own thing, whatever it is. But now like, the way they're gonna like just mesh with each other, I'm just excited to see how long they stay partners and how and how they vibe with the rest of the house as a team. I feel like Tyler is gonna say everything I want to, but go ahead, take it away, Tyler. He is. Oh God, his face. No, no, I mean, I, it's in his book. 
I I like this partnership. I like how they're meshing on, you know, chemistry wise. I think CT is one of the best partners you could have in a game, just supportive wise. And I think what he needs is somebody that's very vocal with him and kind of directs him because sometimes he gets lost in his emotions. And I think Big T is perfect for that. I think the names is hilarious. I I mean, it's it's everything everything <laughs> meshed about this. This was like a rom. This is like the start of like a rom com when you're like these two aren't going to be together, and then they fall in love <laughs> in the end. Like, <laughs> Okay, so I, I, all right, I, I guess I'll be the one to say this. Uh, CT is you getting the raw end of the no, no, I don't hate it. <laughs> I love Big T. Big T is lovable, very positive. It's she is probably one of the most affable people to come on the challenge in a long time. Where she is almost universally, uh, universally just loved. Everybody likes her. What is there yeah. to dislike about her? And that would I be mean, her performance. I can, I can yeah. I- just, I haven't seen anybody say anything bad about no, her. No, no, and it's not even bad performance, but it's not going to be up to snuff. This is probably going to explode in a terrible way because if she starts costing CT's dailies, CT's going to have mm-hmm. to win some dailies to keep it so safe. But most likely what's going to happen is she won't be able to keep up. And once CT goes in and gets his red skull, at some point, which is going to happen, it's going to ditch her. Yeah, but the thing is, though, um, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my god. Oh, I'll jump no. in. I'll jump no. in. He Fuck. was he was paired up with Veronica, so he obviously can't get any worse. Like he's already moving up. I'm yeah. just I'm being honest. Even even Veronica back in her heyday, I don't think was she would be exactly what Big T was right now today. If Big T played 15 years ago, Big T would have a couple championships in my eyes cuz she's likable and she is a decent performer. Right, and she could easily find a way on a winning team and just just skate right on in. Uh, yeah, she's political. I, yes, I she's political. I don't think she's a bad player, but you got people like Lolo Jones, Tori, Cam. When it's all said and done, you put them all at you put them all at the starting line of a final. <laughs> Not gonna end well, Antonio. I remember. All right. So what I was gonna say was speaking about you, um, Big T being universally loved. What might hurt her is that a lot of people love CT. A lot of like. Old school challenge fans love CT, and if they see that Big T is causing CT of winning, they can no. easily just turn on her. And be like, you know what? Big T's not cut out for the show anymore. She's she's just there for a lovable time, and that might have that might make people turn on her. But hopefully, that's not the case. Hopefully, she has all the love still going towards her because I love her. We have a Facebook comment that would kind of almost like deny that because Irving just said that. Somebody in Challenge Fan said they hated Big T and he was dragged to oblivion. Like, well, yeah, well, yeah, that's well now. I'll be, I'm saying give it a few weeks. If Big T's causing CT, just don't be shocked if people turn on her. That's what, that's what I was going to say, I started giggling when I read that when Antonio was talking. I was like, oh, people don't think I'm actually laughing at Antonio when I'm laughing at the comment. So uh, <laughs> I don't think Antonio is that funny. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Um, so, last thing I want to touch on in the A block is uh, Corey's feeling of betrayal being the last one to know about the, the this big reveal. This guy screws over so many people every season, and he's constantly backstabbing people and constantly going back and talking shit about people that are close to him. It's, of course, karma's going to hit him in the ass. Of course. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, it's quite okay. I love it when we're on the same page. Anybody else got anything to add to that? I no. saw a comment on uh, Twitter where it's like, they finally realized, they're like, I finally realized Nelson isn't the problem with TYB. I saw that too. It's Corey. Mm. No, mm. but Corey has, Corey has a reason to be mad though. Like if Fessy's gonna tell the house, tell your alliance first. Tell the people you're close with first. So if Fessy were to get in a heated, uh, heated conversation, like he did, 
his friends could back him up. His friends could be there on his side. Don't, because at that point, it was Fessy versus everyone in that room. It was Fessy versus Kyle, Wes, <laughs> Devin. It's, if Fessy tells Corey, Corey's by his side. Corey can help defend Fessy's reason to, to like, say that. And that's a less blood on Fessy's hands because he's telling other people, not being, oh, this is my big secret. Here you guys, here you go. Deal, take it as you want. So I'll I understand honest. why Corey's upset in a way. I'll be honest, out of the three of TYB, I would take Nelson over Corey no. in, in the long run. No. Yeah, I would too. No. I, I, would too. I, I think Corey is an overall better competitor and he's better in finals, in my opinion. <sighs> he's very hot and cold with a lot TYB. of people in the house. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the daily. Challengers are all outside on a fucking glacier somewhere in, in, in Iceland. And all of a sudden, Optimus Prime rolls up with nuts on the side. <laughs> This one looks like it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, today's today's daily is going to be called a roadkill. Very simple. And I, I can't say this enough. The simpler things are on the challenge, the better they are. We got a truck going 50 miles per hour. There's no harnesses. Throw each other off of the truck and fall into a net. Sounds really good in theory. I was very, very excited for this. Now, we all seen the daily. We all seen how it shook out. Um, a couple of things stuck out. One, this was dangerous. Uh, I don't think harnesses eh. would have helped that much, no. but this, pro I mean, when when multiple people are getting injured, it's safety first, you know? Um, yeah, but the, the way they got injured, though, I don't think it was production's fault exactly. I mean, what would it be? I mean, the, the coolest uh, thing was a freak accident. Yeah, but... it's uh, The only one I can understand is Liv, because the way I think she hurt her arm was how she she landed on the net. But and that was only one out of the whole cast. Nicole got, as, as that was like a physical thing, I can't really blame production for the way Nicole got hurt. It, so it's like one person. Look, I mean, that's still I, I, one too many. One too many. I feel yeah, like it was a good- they've done worse stuff though. I feel like it was, and that's, but that doesn't make it okay. Remember when Brooke Hogan sat out because she was like, hey, this daily looks a little bit too dangerous. People are getting hurt. Anissa got, uh, what was it? Her ankle broke. And you know what? This one's a mess. And don't get me wrong. I can forgive some of it because I know they're trying to be ambitious and they're trying to give us a great show. So I'm not here to spank them for it, but we've seen this. It doesn't work. Don't bring it back. Great idea, but you got to find a way to make it just a little bit more safe. Maybe put them on the platform, battle it out like American Gladiators. I like that they're trying to do new things. I like that they're trying to keep it exciting. This one was a mess for me. You guys feel differently? I have I'd be honest, it was, a, it was a great idea, but not a very good execution. Uh, it, the, the, the lack of harnesses just screamed mm. way too dangerous for me. Now, mind you... There, there, there was enough net where the harnesses didn't really play a factor. I, I'm not saying... But the thing is, is had they gone... This could have gone wrong had they gone, like, backwards. Which is what he said. You fall off in the back, you're, you're, you're dead. You're, you're falling off the freaking truck. Yeah, but it was fine. But, it, hey... I'm just saying, by all means, I am a worst case scenario person. But the thing is, is there was no padding. I mean, for all we know, they were that's metal you're crashing somebody into. Now, mind you, I guess it's the same when you're in the ring and you're throwing yourself like onto the floor and dirt. But Nicole got really messed up for for falling into that. And, I, and honestly, I got to give props to Nicole because her arm was all the way out of sock. And she's like, can I get a doctor? Because this is <laughs> this is not supposed to be like this. Like, I would be in the corner like, my shoulder. And she's just like, dude, help. This Let's is just not be happy they understood what she meant by her by her bone coming out. Because not the people understand her. <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
I like New York accents, but so hers is oh, thanks. so <laughs> hers is so grating. It is so extra that I'm like, I literally want to tear my ears out the minute she starts talking. No, she's like, it's a, hers like more of like a Staten Island accent more than New York itself. Because I have a Brooklyn accent, not really New York, I would say. So like, it's it's it, it, it different. It changes by borough. I'm not from New York. It's all the same to me. Mm. So I know that's not co- politically correct <laughs> for the people who live in there because y'all different boroughs and y'all don't claim oh, each yeah. other. We take pride in our boroughs. But I'm just saying, it's, it's all tomato, tomato. But anyway, Tyler, I'm sorry we interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, I know you're fine. Um, uh, a big thing here, though, is that Nicole wanted to pretty much stop the competition and get her shoulder checked on. And Cam said, no, let's just keep going. She clearly knew she was hurt. And Cam saw that as an opportunity to potentially get an easy win and go against somebody with one arm instead of just going, okay, maybe I won't get the win today. It's okay. Let's care about this person and move on. Hold up. Nicole didn't say I quit. No, she said, Nicole she, she said, said stop. Nicole, Nicole should have said, said stop. I quit. She, she did said, hold say, on. Stop. She said, stop wrestling. She said, hold on, stop. But All the right. thing is, You're is the time's it. not stopping. If your shoulder's out of socket, DQ yourself. She tried to. Cam she said, stop. No, she couldn't. She didn't DQ herself. And at the end, she's like, you know what? There's only a few more minutes left. Let me battle this out versus saying, let me just DQ myself. I'm hurt. Why am I continuing this fight? Right, hold <laughs> up. That, conf- that confessional is a post daily edit. She, yeah, but she said, she's like, she's like, you know what? Let me just keep going. That's what's in her mind. I'll just keep going. Yeah, Even but- when she should have just said, refs, dude, hey, I'm done. Cam wins. Because yeah, when they I'm do professionals, hurt. they're narrating what's going on. So, like, they're just trying to build what's going on. So, we don't really know what was really going on in their head. There could have been 30 seconds left for all we know. And they were like, what, just say this so it fits our episode. Well, Cam's like, I don't know what to do, dude, but we need to either finish this or you need to quit. No, she said, because... come on. That's all she said. She said, no, no, come well, on. Do you, do you see how yeah, panicked she was? Because she was running out of time. That, I mean, if somebody she was running says... out of time. She was trying to win. I'm sorry. If I'm trying to win, either you quit and DQ, or we keep going and fuck your shoulder. Yeah, you but, decide. But if she's injured, oh. like, I've, listen, I've, I've been in wrestling for a long time, and we've wrestled people, and a lot of times we're in the same weight class. You have to wrestle the same people over and over again. And no matter how bad you hated somebody or how bad things got, when somebody's injured. You kind of just stop. Sometimes things get bigger than the game. I know everybody wants to win the money. I know it's cool to be cutthroat, but if somebody has a legit injury, you kind of just let, even if it means you're taking the Al Kondo in this one, for which Cam did, kind of got to let it go. She should have eased up. I mean, Cam also has numbers in this game. I'm pretty sure this win would have like, changed her gameplay. Like, she has numbers. It's not that much of her winning is not going to impact her game or not. Exactly. She just wants to be in a position of power, which I don't blame well, her Leroy for. Leroy is, so but she wanted. I mean, she didn't know Leroy was going to be in a position of oh, power at that all point. All right, all right. I think we all said what we had to say on that one. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. 
Oh, all right, all right. I think we all said what we had to say on that one. Um, any, <laughs> any other great moments from this daily that really stuck out to you guys? Uh, yes, Leo holding his own against the rail. Oh. Leo's right. a wrestler. Look at size. Looking at size wise, yes, I know he's a wrestler, but the rail is supposed to be this beast. The rail is supposed to be this big guy. Everyone who has like high expectations from coming into this game, and Leo, who's I think the smallest guy in the house right now, besides Michi, I'm not really sure how they stand like toe to toe. But to be the small guy and to hold his own against the rope, I gotta give Leo some props right there. He has technique. I believe in wrestlers. You put wrestlers against most people who are not wrestlers, wrestler every time. I I knew at minimum that it was at least gonna be a stalemate. Yeah, Darrell's a boxer. Like, if you ever watch MMA and there's like, oh, this guy's a great fighter and everything, great stand-up, but he's going up against a wrestler. It's like, oh, that wrestler's going to take him down. Remember when James Tony entered into MMA and got washed the fuck up in like a minute and a half? It's just, I've got to believe in wrestlers. Uh, Tyler, what was your favorite moment? Sorry, Antonio. Um, So there's a couple moments that are really good. Uh, I like that we've all been, everybody's talking about how Lolo is such a dominant competitor. And Teresa is no slouch. No. Teresa does well against everybody, and Lolo just finished her like it was a nothing. Yeah. Like, and well, it was. You gotta also think yeah. height wise, size wise. There was I, no I'm way. Gonna, I'm gonna say Teresa and Lolo are the same weight. Well, I can probably say they're the same weight, but she's got a dominant I, height. I give Lolo so. the, the over over um, Teresa I, though. I'll always give Lolo oh, yeah. more uh, of an edge over anybody in this game. But same same weight class is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess. Becky, your favorite moment. Was it Natalie who was like doing some wrestling moves or she was picking the girl up by the legs and trying to swing her yeah, around? Natalie versus <laughs> Nani. Nani, Nani did amazing. She, I mean, technique all out the window, but Nani, oh man, she has a fight on her and I love She's to a see scrapper. It. Yeah. She's very scrappy. Yeah, she was very scrappy this episode. Yeah, she um, definitely put up a fight. The best problem moment was probably like CT asking Fessy if we're friends now. And I'm going <laughs> to say- we right, just come as friends? I'm going to say now, when a guy twice your age holds you to a stalemate, that's got to be a shot to your ego. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a hall and, brawl. And me Give me a hall brawl, please. Yeah. Uh, please. Next week? And, no, and, those two. And don't get me oh, wrong. Hopefully next week. Uh, <laughs> CT was getting flung to some degree. I see you, Jack. But he only had to stay on. Uh, I really liked it when uh, Josh got Wes off, but Wes had enough uh, awareness to make sure he kept his foot on and compared it to the football toe drag. So I really, really loved that. And yeah. he did get the win. So did you, did you hear that. I watch football every Sunday. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Definitely got the toe drag down. Uh, what else is good? What, you got one more for us? No, he's uh, thinking. Let's move on. Michi tossing Corey. I don't want to hear his comment. <laughs> no, yeah, no we're one. done with Antonio. All right, fine. I'm still fuck myself. All right. So when it's all said and done, <laughs> Leroy and Casey gets to win. I'm not even exactly 100% sure what was the criteria for all of this. I guess it was like a last man standing. Uh, both players had a win and then the fastest out of the two, I think. All right. So during this, uh, Liv gets injured, Nicole gets injured, they come back to the house, Nicole is gone. Uh, Nicole's stuff is gone, it's revealed to us that she's injured, won't be making it back. This is the first time Nicole doesn't make a final. It's the third season, she's been to two finals already, she doesn't make it. Um, how do we but feel about it? Is, it is the third season in a row she has not been eliminated. Mm. Oh, I like that. How does uh, Nicole leaving early make you guys feel? Do you guys feel any kind of way about that, or is it just tough shit? It I sucks, think- though. It's, it sucks seeing people leave early, especially because of injuries. 
it's like the worst feeling because you never really know how they would have played out in this game. And well, Nicole, the last one was a final too, right? Where she got um, her injury. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it just it just sucks. Uh, but if it's like any, if you if you leave the game through like fighting or some shit, I don't really feel bad for you. But if it's injuries, it's like it, it just sucks. I mean, I found it. What I really found is that she was crying more about being sent home than she was when her arm was like hanging by like a thread. I was like, thanks. Like, I, I you know what? Did I feel bad when she's crying? Yes. Am I kind of happy that I don't have to hear that voice? Yes. Hey. <laughs> um, Again, you don't have the same accent as her, Antonio. <laughs> if you did, this would be a very different podcast because I would probably like kill you. Half he just of, talks. Like, the first you want you want to kill me regardless. So I mean, he just well, talks that's... slower. That's all it is. <laughs> he enunciates and pronunciates correctly. But <laughs> yeah, I try to sometimes. But yeah, no. With with Nicole, I I I see her as a very strong competitor. I just, she's irritating in personality and her irritating in voice. That's really what it is for me. And I'm sorry. And Tyler, any parting words for the dear Nicole? It's terrible for the show. I think she's a great character. I think she brings entertainment value. It's like the same thing like Nelson. Like, even if you like call Nicole like irritating, it's entertainment. Like without her, we, without her, we don't get all those Devin's comments of, I love my partner, but I have no idea what she's saying. Like, (laughs) Like I, I have a jacked out toddler, like stuff like that. Um, but I like the way Nicole plays the game. She plays the game in my eyes better than anybody else. I really, I don't know everybody's side, but from what I know, the fact that she goes, you're the best. I want to take you to a final and then beat you there. That's what she wants to do. She doesn't take scapegoats. She doesn't go the easy way. There's no layups making it far for her. She plays the game as a competition. And I like that. And it's going to suck without her there because I wanted to see her versus Lolo in an elimination. Yes, definitely love that about her. Love about love that about her. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, CT versus Casey and Josh. So at this point, <laughs> Liv already comes back. I guess Casey is taking too long cooking up her pizza. CT is getting impatient. He wants to make his egg casserole, whatever the fuck it is. And egg quesadilla. Egg she was quesadilla. opening the oven. She was opening the oven while he was trying to make it because oh, she was getting impatient. Letting the heat out. Very mm. petty, very minor thing, but things get a little heated. CT goes, takes a walk to have his uh, his after yelling at a female cigarette. <laughs> he wasn't yelling at no, her, no, though, he wasn't yelling. to be honest. It wasn't that big of a thing. Now, Josh, feeling overprotective, decides that he's going to approach CT. Tell CT, hey, you know what's going on with you guys? You know, she, she's very upset. Yo, she's in there crying right now. And the CT's like, oh, my gosh, she's in there crying. Oh, I must have taken this too far. He goes in. He apologizes, make nice, gives a kiss, and he goes, I'm sorry, you're not crying. And she's like, no, I'm not crying. He goes, well, Josh said you're crying. Josh said, I never said you're crying. You're upset. And the challenge guys decides to go back, rewind the whole thing, the show, Josh telling CT that she was crying. What a bitch. Mm. You know, you know do you want to know what I saw? So, like, if, if you put it on mute, you could have some really cool, like, internal dialogue of Josh looking and going, I need a rival. 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 That's all it was. That's all it was. He just wants a, he wants a tough guy to be his rival. That's all it is. Because he doesn't, yeah, he, he just wants to keep coming back. Okay. Well, I, the, yeah. I have a question for you guys. Why was CT so hostile to innocent Josh, who was bothering nobody, just checking on the welfare of his friends? What the hell is wrong with him? Antonio? Wrong with who? Wait, CT, wrong with who? For being so aggressive towards Josh. 
Oh, wow. It's not a real question. You don't question. even believe that. How you're question. able to say that with a straight face, Josh I have is no the idea. new Karen. Yes. Um, like, I don't know how to answer that. Yo, <laughs> he's being sarcastic, Antonio. Exactly. I know, but like, I was trying to think of a sarcastic answer. I was like, I, now, I couldn't think of anything. You guys like, remember during the first trilogy, um, and everybody, the whole thing was, everybody wants yes, to beef Jack. with Kara because they want to be teamed up with Kara at a later season. And I feel like Josh is all of those people who is trying to do that rolled up into one. But he doesn't have a specific person. He has Wes, he has CT, or anybody else who would give him the time of day. Well, he, now Devin, apparently. I well, it's, it's, it's anybody who will give him his screen time. And the thing is, is Wes is smart enough to be like, I'm not a rival for you. No. Yeah, he said it in confessionals. He, he's like, he's like, I'm out of here. Like, even like his name was mentioned during that whole fight. And you could see him like, I think he even heard his name. He's like, nope, that's Josh's voice. I am staying out of it. I don't care. <laughs> and, yeah. CT engages, but at the end of the day, he just finds him funny, so he just laughs yeah, exactly. at him. He doesn't take it too seriously. Josh is a camera whore in the worst way. Wow, What's... you just typed that too. Can we talk right? about? And I tweeted it earlier. So <laughs> I, I, talk... I had that one in the chamber. He's can waiting. We, can Can we talk about Devin and like like I wish that somebody would have been like say it louder for the people in the back, but Big Brother sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one here that like likes like that tolerates Josh and hates Devin? I don't. I like Devin, Devin, Josh, Devin because but of I don't bananas. dislike Devin. I don't dislike. No, him. Devin's just personality just bothers me. It, I just can't stand you know him. I, I Hashtag team good guys. Listen, going into the season, I was convinced. I was like, Devin is boring without bananas. Without bananas he as is. his target, he is going to be boring. This episode, though, I mean, his partner going out, he had no control over. But this That's episode, he was nine. very entertaining. Okay. Very entertaining. Last two seasons Devin was on, his partner was in jeopardy of going home early. What did he do both times? The context picks is different. On, the context is different. Yeah, picks it's very on different. one person for the whole entire night. Yeah, but it was bananas though. It he, doesn't he, even count. He already he had, had a pre-existing beef. He already had a pre-existing beef. The whole situation was really hot. The context is different. Uh, this one, he just said, I'm going to fuck uh, with Josh and see okay. where it takes me. But that's his entertainment, though. His entertainment is picking on other people. He what has was, no other hey, way wait, 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 wait. Of, But he doesn't pick on good guys. What, tell me why he was throwing out a math problem. Like Because what? Josh is too dumb. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> no, because I felt like there was some context there. Did, it was did, like, did you hear Josh say 72 at all? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was like, what is... Nine times eight, and I did the good old finger math. <laughs> hey, that's when Josh that's goes into elimination Devin's... and wins something. I have a little bit more respect to him, but the way he plays the game, he plays like a pussy. His social game is god awful. Even though he has made, it looks like he's made some real friends in the house, but from every time he's entertaining for me is very very annoying, very annoying. I don't think what? he takes the challenge serious enough. Josh? Josh or Devin? Josh. Okay, I figured. No, I think Josh does. Do you remember? I, do you do you remember that I one just, time and, that Josh tried to fuck Amanda? Oh, absolutely. And she told him no. Absolutely, it was glorious. <laughs> I don't think glorious. he just see Josh's um, Big Brother season or no. No, but I no. heard he was annoying on it. No, yeah. he's the didn't Josh's, he run around in a tutu and yes, he pants wait, together? Yes, yes, yes. Josh, like the way Josh was on Big Brother and the challenge, I do not see a personality change. A lot, because he has like he just acts to say like, yes. It might be for the cameras, but at least his camera personality is consistent. Some people go from show to show and they change personalities or season to season, and they change their personality just to suit their cast. 
He is the same person on but, when the camera's on. But that's the same person. The Do you know what stars. show? Do you know what show Josh should have been on? Bad Girls Club. Mm, these are facts. I've never seen it. He, these are, he would be perfect. He's a fucking he diva. Fit he's perfectly in a bad he's girls. A, club. He's a male Angela, is what she's trying to like. No, Angela's better. No, Angela's no. way I'm pretty better. Sure Angela has one more eliminations. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> these are facts. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. But you know what? I don't want to sit here and just dump on Josh. Um, Devin deciding that jo- Devin decided to make Josh a target. Not not knowing what we know later on in the episode, was it? Is, is there any benefit to it? Is there any strategy behind it? Or is it, because at at first it just seemed like, oh, Josh is annoying. I'm just gonna go fuck with him. Uh, Tyler, what's your take? So, the easiest way to kind of get somebody in the show, you know, on the challenge is, you know, they're secluded. They're in a house. They have no social connections outside of the house. They're living with the same people every day. Mentally weak people are easy to break. And Devin knows that. So he does that. Anybody he can get to mentally break easy is a win for him. Now, everybody's going to say like, oh, he's just picking fights. That's all he does. No, no, no. He said it's guerrilla warfare. He's trying to get in their head. Josh is only going to focus on him. But he doesn't have Josh, the numbers. It doesn't need the numbers. If Josh is going to steer away from his alliance's plan because he has a vendetta against Devin because he's that emotional of a player, Devin wins. He takes a vote away from wherever they're going next time they vote. It doesn't but matter. But that means but Josh has honest. to win, though. Has, if Josh doesn't win, Josh can control. Well, well, let's be honest. At the end of the day, Josh is showing everybody around him how weak he is. No, we're talking about he's fucking level. the Incredible Hulk around security. Well, exactly. <laughs> there was four but... guys between him and Devin. Coleman <laughs> <laughs> back. And Devin's just in the corner, like, chill the fuck out, dude. Like, I gotta say, I have a lot of respect for the way Devin handled it because he's like, this is so stupid. All I said was Big Brother sucks. Like, now everybody's having a gosh darn well, heart that's attack. A but that's of the, that's the editing floor, though. We don't know. Devin could have said more. We don't know what fully. You're right. Happened. He did say eight times nine. You're right. He did. Yeah, yeah he that. kept repeating. What's uh, eight times nine, Josh? <laughs> these are facts. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to deliberation. Deliberation. All right. So <laughs> I got some. I got some. I got some news for deliberations. All right. Oh, yeah. You're giving major Laurel vibes right now in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Devin starts it off. He eyes Corey and Tori, which completely blows everybody's minds. Um, it's a logical choice, yes, but they know good and damn well they don't have the numbers to pull that shit off. Um, apparently there was a cam vote that helped sway things. What did you guys make of this deliberation, Becky? Kick it off. Um. I think, honestly, Devin tried, and it was yeah, he tried it was a pretty it. good attempt. You tried it, sweetie. I think he gave it his best, and I think it was his best shot, but... He did really well, honestly, and all, you know, all things uh, really considered, I think he did a good job. 
uh, it really didn't work out in his favor, but, um, yeah, it was just a clusterfuck of shit. And honestly, Corey really kind of showed his ass, uh, when he really kind of betrayed as much as it is like, no matter what Wes is and no matter who Wes is, he has never betrayed TYB. He's never betrayed Corey. And the fact that these people are all ganging up on him is really fucked up. I'll be 100%. And I'm not even the biggest Wes fan. Like, I think he plays really dirty sometimes. But in this case, I'm 100% on Wes's side. It was just, it's a ridiculous clusterfuck of shit. And I think Corey is really kind of also becoming a little bit too fessy, believing his own hype. Yeah, but what, why play with Wes? What does he really bring it to the table? Yes, he's strong. Yes, Loyalty. He's a good, yes, he's a good mastermind. Yes, some people think he's loyal, but he has a reputation for not. And a lot of people, a lot of those people are idiots. But I don't think they really had a real shot at pulling this off. I mean, I'll be honest, when I really, really think about it, I don't remember Wes ever really stabbing anybody in the back. Here, here's what everybody's going to pull up. They're going to pull up Fresh Meat 2 when he convinced Kenny and them to send Danny into elimination. The reason why is if you watch the show, actually, Danny was checked out of the game. He was missing his girl back home and he just wanted to go home and he needed an out. And so Wes gave him that out. He was mentally checked out. That's all. So everybody throws that back there. But yeah. Wes doesn't, Wes doesn't throw people like, like every season and at the very end, we'll cover this, but he covered it. But when he wins, he does not throw in his friends. He stays loyal to the people he gives, gives his word to. If he, you're his number one or your number two, you stay in that order. That's how it goes. Okay, so I have this theory. Paul, going into every season for the last 15 seasons, who is enemy number one, day one? Wes. Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Ooh. No matter who, no matter who the cast is, for the most part, okay. Johnny Bananas is enemy target one, day one, let's get him out. And that's, for the last few seasons, that's TYB's target. They, they, except for last season, because of whatever, because of the format. TYB needs a new target. The big guy in the house, the two main guys, well, three, Darrell, CT, Wes. CT last season showed that I don't know if he's still capable of holding his ground because of how he lost to Jay. Darrell has been gone for, well, about a decade? No. no. D- I was going to say, Darrell 30, 30, being 30, in 30, this 30. whole equation, as much as I love Darrell, Darrell's not in this equation. No, I'm, I'm just saying just big guys in the house, like known... Veterans with big with a status behind them, and then there's Wes. Wes, who worked bananas last season, showed that maybe Wes can be can slither through new alliances and find his way to a final. And that's why I think that's why they're going after after Wes. Do I think going after Wes is the right choice? No, especially for TYB because the last time we've seen Corey and Darrell the same season, didn't Corey send Darrell home? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't he want to take Darrell out first? All right, so. And Tyler, I know, I know, I know you want to touch on this. Uh, Paul says, uh, say, in Fresh Meat 2, he was supposed to work with Darrell. I guess some people really forget how they did Wes when he first came into the game. Fresh Meat 1, man. Uh, Fresh Meat 1, he was... Yeah, you, you, you want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Fresh Meat 1, Darrell was a part of that veteran alliance that sent Wes into five consecutive eliminations. That included going against his best friend, Danny, his best friend's fiance, Melinda, and going against his own girlfriend, Johanna, in the first three eliminations. So come Fresh Meat 2, Wes wants to get Darrell out because A, Darrell's the best final runner in challenge history, in my opinion. 
Um, and he owes him one. He owes him five, maybe mm. more potentially. So no, he got him back easy. Now, I have some dirt for this deliberation that wasn't showed because I viewed an Instagram live after randomly. I never do this. But uh, Wes wow. and Devin was on right? Wes and Devin. Apparently, Cam told the whole house, Leroy wants Devin. So vote Devin in so Leroy can have him. And that swayed people like CT and Big T to vote mm. Devin in instead. And she said, if you don't vote, they know who won't vote for them. You will go in if you betray what Leroy and wants. This is Fessy's mouth fucking shit up. Because if they didn't know that going in, they, wouldn't, they yeah. probably wouldn't be able to pull it off with such, uh, so, you know, to get Devin in on such I mean, a lopsided number. They, they could have, because they they known um, Leroy always had the choice to, if he wanted to go in or not. So, I mean, they just wouldn't know where the votes li- where the votes went. But if Leroy wanted Devin, I'm sure Leroy would have got Devin. If I'll be honest, Leroy probably was swayed by Cam to not well, go gosh, into... He's a puppet. Tyler's very angry today. I'm being disrespectful to Cam. <laughs> no, no, I'm crediting her. You say oh, she's a great okay. political player. I'm saying she's running Leroy's game for him. Oh, okay. she's playing player one and player two at the same time because her little brother can't hold the controller. Like, <laughs> given that controller is not plugged in. If Leroy goes down, though, do you think he wins or no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, speed. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the vote. So Casey and Leroy go in to get to see who's voted for them. Uh, Wes also makes a plea. So two things I want to touch on there. One is the distrust between Casey and Leroy, and two is Wes uh, trying to cut a deal. Let's start with um, Wes trying to cut a deal. I said this before, I said it again. I hate to see Wes like this. I hate to see Wes grovel or have to beg or keep making deals. I wish he could do so more from a position of power. These pre-alliances he's making before he's going in the game aren't working for him as well as they should. Last season was kind of a fluke. What happened, happened. You know, it's a big twist in the game. But it really just hasn't been going his way that well. At least not since War, uh, War of the Worlds. Um, Which was that? One, I one. believe? One. World of the Worlds one. one. Yeah. So what do you guys make of uh, Wes groveling for, you know, to be saved again? Um, Antonio. I don't, I don't know. I think Wes is just finding himself in a tough spot. I just, I mean, he's, he just has a bad reputation and just by him doing the same thing over and over again, just, it's annoying because like every season we hear Wes is in my DMs. Wes contacted me before the season started. But I don't know if you guys know this. Wes, and this is last week. Wes went on live and said for next season, 37, he's taking, he's taking it off as possibly. I don't know if it's true or not. Like, I don't know if he's going to change his mind, but as of now, he's planning on taking he 37 off. He changed his off. mind once, and that didn't go well for him. <laughs> exactly. So, like, who knows what, what, what Wes is, like, what's going on in his head. Maybe he's saying that, coming to 37 with no pre-made alliances and just hoping to start start fresh. I don't know. But I do think that's what Wes needs to do. He has to go into a season with no pre-made alliances, show people that, you know what, I'm here to make alliances day one. I'm a free agent. Do... If you want me under your wing, take me. Becky? It's always sad to see Wes kind of lowering himself to to look like he's begging into these situations. But I think at the end of the day, it almost wasn't begging because he was talking to his friends. He considers Lee Warrior a really good friend of his. And 15 years, apparently. 
Yeah, I mean, geez. Uh, but Leroy is friends with a lot of people. But I think Leroy has had such a history of bad things happening to him and him getting screwed over and, you know, almost tasting the final and then, you know, all this stuff. So I think he's, I understand where he's coming from. It's, you get to a certain point like Sarah did, you know, when Sarah threw in bananas, she was sick and tired of yep, coming just short. Switch the game up, do something explosive. It's going to be your only chance. I feel like Leroy's at that point too. Yeah. So that's what I'm seeing. And I see a lot of desperation in Wes's eyes because I think he really didn't think he was going to be the top, uh, you know, person that everybody was going to go after this season because he had so many friends on the season. No bananas. Tyler. Um, I, I don't have a problem with this. It's not because I'm a West fan, but like, here's the thing. People that are bad at the game don't try and play it to its fullest. People that are good at the game will take risks and accept losing when it happens. So Wes is playing the game for anybody that's saying it was like pathetic or disappointing. Like I, you guys are and everything like that. I, I disagree. I think he's actually playing the game and he's such an entertaining person that they're willing to show that conversation of that there are guys like uh like thomas or no, sorry not thomas oh my god what's his name <laughs> joseph joseph oh my god is that a big team moment Jesus. so you have big team moment you don't remember his name that guy's not a player in the game he doesn't play the game he's not a political mastermind he's not gonna try and you know manipulate situations he just is there and whatever happens happens we see these guys all the time and they don't return wes is one of the best strategical players ever and it's because he doesn't stop plotting if he stops plotting, he's not. If he stops plotting and just like does dailies and eliminations, he's Derek. And it, he then in that point he doesn't. I'm sorry, that's I'm not taking a bad shot. I know no, it sounds I know. bad, but no, I'm that's just truthful. Saying, there's a reason why Wes keeps getting cast, and it's because he plays the game to its fullest at all times. He doesn't sit back and just hope it all goes well. Like that's not. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. He is Mister. Let's make a deal. So yeah. uh, he. He's a shark. Even when he's sleeping, he got to keep swimming at all times. All right. Let's go ahead and move to the crater, the elimination. Today's nice. elimination is going to be... Are we going to talk about Leroy and Casey <sighs> not trusting each other at all? You know what? I was thinking about that, and then I decided, eh, I don't really give a shit. Because they're probably going to ditch each other. It's going to show, yeah, show more in the future. I just have really? one thing to say about that. You know that, this? Though. No, I'm, I'm speculating. Oh, okay. But, but oh, I have a question, like, oh, I yeah. Yeah, like a comment. So prior to last week's elimination, wasn't Cam with Josh, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So you would think the Big Brother Alliance and, you know, Cam and Leroy would work together since, you know, they're kind of like intertwined to. and partner-wise. I, I, so I, I was drawn, I was like, I'm assuming about that. Like I'm assuming, I guess their partner. Wait, once they changed partners, their like partnership itself broke up, which I kind of find weird because in this game you want numbers, and if you had that week one, wouldn't you want to continue it throughout the rest of the season? You see I the mean, format now. I feel like partners are just for dailies at this point. Pretty much, but still, you still want numbers on your side. You, you why wouldn't you want to like talk to make sure you're <laughs> on the same page? And at least like I get because they can never have numbers, but do a little double dipping. Might as well see where it test see where the numbers lie, maybe in the game might benefit them. Because of the way this whole game is set up, it really is because usually with partners you have to rely on your partner because that's the person you're stuck with the entire time. So at this point, the ability to switch partners or you know get stolen, it, it does cause a lot of 
situations where now I don't know if I can trust the person next to me. I may not have them as a partner next week. I'm not going to tell them my deep, dark secrets because then they're going to well, go to another that. team member and then they'll share that and then they'll use it against me. So I can understand the need to be more reserved. Yeah. But it is leading to a much more dirty, disastrous game that could really blow up in a lot of people's faces. But to talk about who you want to go home, I mean, your partner for that week, that shouldn't be really secretive. Just say, yeah, this is where my head's leaning at. I really want Wes to go down. Where do you stand? And if Wes knows, at the end of the day, who cares? Because at the end of the day, they're the two that makes the call. It's not, it's not a house vote. It's Leroy and Casey that make the final decision. <laughs> this is hey. <laughs> He's going to make sure his do look good. Hey, I'm just... <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to the elimination, the crater. All right, so everybody lines up. Devin is going in. Now, all we see is pose in the sand. We don't really know what we're going to get. TJ asks Leroy, does he want to come down? Leroy says he wants his ghost skull, and then he uh, does an action in complete opposite of what he just said and says, not today. Like, he didn't watch last season and didn't realize that maybe this isn't something you should wait for, especially knowing that it's going to be limited and that there's going to be people left over just like, just like it was on the island. He declines, and then he decides that he's going to send in Wes. Now, him and Wes are supposed to be friendly, not exactly working together, but friendly. He's going to send Wes in against his friend. Wes comes down. He's hurt. He's hurt. Um, this elimination is called... I don't remember what it was exactly called. Anybody remember what... Um, I got you right now. It was called Snapping Point. A snapping Point. Thank you. Uh, which is basically, this is Looper. Just slightly I was different. I going to say, it's reverse tug of war. It's, it's Looper. Yeah. Reverse tug of war, even better. Which is always a good game. Hey, two guys at a rope, go hit a button. Uh, I definitely like it. Um, Wes didn't get the win this time. Devin beats him out. Devin got the wins over Johnny Bananas and Wes. Um, and Zach, another challenge champion. Zach. Didn't love this. Um, I didn't love this because Wes isn't having fun. This game is a lot more fun when Wes is having fun, or at least in desperation mode. I can watch that. This one, he looks looks like he didn't really want it. Looks like he didn't yeah, really you, want you to do it. You can tell he wasn't motivated at all throughout this season. And that like, really... He, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Wes usually is motivated by winning and being excited to being, you know, for winning or rage. He's pissed that yeah. he's in there at all but but even and, more than pissed i feel like he's sad I well no like i don't think he's pissed the thing is is i don't think he's even upset i think he's hurt and i think he's upset and he he doesn't want to he just he doesn't want to go against his friend it's it's almost reminds me of kellyanne and evelyn when evelyn let kellyanne win yeah but but you know what? she was more blatant about it i don't think west would ever be that blatant about it even i don't know i think he definitely didn't try. Here goes the question. Did Wes have this coming? Antonio. Uh, I what, mean, the blind side? Just all of this coming down to him. I, I, this I, I moment, don't know. This moment is obviously seasons leading up to this. You can tell he's kind of had enough. Uh, See, like, the, the way his game is being played. Antonio. With Wes this season, though, I feel like he's more like a lost puppy. He really is not in the loop of anything. People are lying to his face, telling him, yeah... You're fine. Don't worry about it. These were always he part has of the in game. his head. Yeah, but I, this is the first. I think it's the first time where I've genuinely seen Wes clueless. Because Wes, when Wes plays this game, he's he knows he's either the target 
or he knows he's in good control. This season, it's like he doesn't know. Like he, he sees that he's on the short side of the votes, but he he finds false hope amongst his friends because this season, Wes has a lot of friends on this season. CT, Darrell, Corey, Nelson. He done he's on season with so many. He's on season with so many people before, so it's hard to see Wes just be like so devastated on how it's like he's being let down by his friends. Can I say, and I, I think you kind of kind of touched on this right now, Malik, on social. Um, I don't know if Wes will ever win again. I'm gonna say this right now, and that's it's sad to say, but no, he won't. I think he's too successful in his personal life to have that drive to win that other players have. That doesn't mean that money doesn't drive him in some way. Like obviously, if he wins, that's that's money, you know. He he. But I'm just saying, like, like in this situation against Devin. Like, he knows every reason Devin's there. He knows what Devin's going through. He knows what the money could do for Devin versus what the money does for him. And I think those thoughts do go through your head. I mean, come on. We've all had that thing where you're like, you know, you're playing with, like, your best friend. You're playing pick-up basketball or whatever, just one-on-one. And you know that they just, like, got dumped by their girlfriend or whatever. I guess this doesn't yeah. work for everybody. Oh, I'm no, saying, fuck that. And, I'm winning. No, but no, but you do know. I just beat your ass. It's going to be it. <laughs> On me. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I don't know if he'll ever win again. And I think these formats are, that are allowing just so much, so much looseness. And, like, the worst teams aren't going directly into elimination anymore. I, I don't know. It's a new era for the challenge that a lot of these big-time vets have to adjust to. It's tough because, I think I said this last week, in past seasons, the middle era of the challenge was always non-existent. It was always rookies and big-time vets. Now that middle group is continuing, they're now seasoned, like seasoned enough to be those vets. And having that bad taste and having that same routine with all of them, it just gets old. They see your, they see how you play, and it just ruins it for them. The yeah, problem West is, works these big-time vets, a lot of them are just assholes. Big-time vets now are people like Corey's, people like Nelson's, people like Tories. No, that's what I'm saying. They're the first middle ever to be to just become full-time vets. But also, the way that things have changed, it doesn't benefit the whole, hey, we're the vets, smack around the rookies no, for a yeah. little bit. There's it, no more it, vet It doesn't anymore. work like that. Now with gold skulls, and now with switching partners, it just doesn't work that way anymore uh i do believe that if west finds himself in the final he's good he's just as good as anybody else but getting there has gotten so much harder and don't get me wrong west has been good at this like we talked uh, talked about before in his first season getting thrown in five times winning two really against all odds i mean go back and watch the season that he's won i mean he's fighting tooth and nail i mean west has come from I think this is reminding Wes of the beginning of his challenge career, of just being pretty much loathed by a lot of people, knowing that you're smarter, knowing that you're better. And I think it brings him back to that a little bit. Uh, I just hate seeing Wes like this. But I also think Tyler's right. Him winning another one is going to be tough. But if he makes it just like Bananas and just like CT, if they're in a final with you, it's, it's a real toss-up. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest Wes fan. Really? And I think Tyler knows this. Like, I I can't stand Wes. Like I guess last season was more tolerable because I guess he was working with bananas. Like I understood his gameplay. Even going into the season, I had literally no hopes for Wes to win. But this season, I actually felt bad for Wes. I was like, wow. Like it, it just sucks seeing someone go through all that and just be just torn apart. So Tyler, I know I I feel for you in a in a, in a way. But banana, let's call it empathy. 
you're able to see that he's hurt. And and that's the saddest thing because he he's a person too. I know we watch all these people on TV, we rag on them, support them, but you know what it is? The guy is hurt and we feel for him. And there's nothing wrong with that. Becky. It's a legit, like, he feels like these people who are friends with him and people who are supposed to be there for him are turning their backs on him. And it, it is a sad situation to watch. And his heart wasn't into this whole thing. You could just see that. And it is almost like a changing of the guard. This happened to a, a lot of, you know, senior vets. Like, this happened to Coral. And, uh, you know, when a lot of these newer when the newer casts were coming in, they were coming veterans and then she was getting kind of booted out. Same with Veronica when she was, you know, on those seasons. You see a lot of these older players kind of get phased out um, in favor of these new people coming in, which I think is really stupid because it could benefit from these people. I think Wes is an amazing competitor. I think he's an amazing partner and teammate. I think that they really kind of shortchanged him these last few seasons. See, I, I disagree a little bit. I think he kind of shortchanged himself. The, the Wes's reputation isn't just because people always talk smack about him. He's earned a reputation, even though it may not be 100% true all the time. But this game is changing. And I think it's shocking that Wes has made it this far, that he's still viable, that he's still good for TV. That's a lot of his personality. And he's still able to keep up physically. But... He does have a track record. It goes a long time. People think they already know everything they need to know about him. And for some reason, he's not as affable as much as CT, who's kind of reinvented himself into this elder statesman role. It's kind of a mentor, which I think is the, probably one of the better routes for him to go. But we just, okay. you know, we just got to see. All right. Before we close out on like talking about Wes and everything like that, um, I, I just, anybody listening to this like live or going to listen to it later, or you guys right here, uh, Wes is adapting with the times. I, I'm going to say he's he's not he's not like behind the times. Wes just made a final on his return back on World of the Worlds. Like Wes would have made a final if t- Josh and Team USA didn't backstab their own team. Like Wes was working with bananas. Wes would have made a final if he didn't want to go in against bananas in that elimination. Him and he guarantee would have made a final if he would have just waited and let bananas have that elimination or vice versa. Like Wes isn't out of this. It's just he's every season has been targeted episode one that he's ever been on. There's never been a time that he's not maybe outside of Rivals 2, but that's because they were scared of CT. But he's constantly targeted every season. And so I think it wears on I you. I think recently he's gotten in his own way. I in mean, a lot of ways. Here's, here's also another thing. World of the Worlds won. He took Hunter under his arm, mentored him. Hunter made a final. Looked really good in that. Later on, he takes Corey and Nelson under his wing. They do really well. Corey makes a final does really well like guys that he mentors do well so he has taken this mentor role but he still plays the political because you know once you've had candy once you want to go back and taste it again like like, you're not just gonna be like i had it i'm good no he's gonna keep trying to get more candy that's just what he's doing that's the thing with west though west he that was uh world world's one was his first season back so no one really knew where his gameplay was now this is what his fifth season in a row four right now fourth fourth so like his gameplay is getting to people now. People, the rookies know where he's at. Tyb, they're starting to understand that he's back. Not, maybe not back to his ways, but he's still the same old Wes. That's why I think a season off is good for Wes. Regroup, take season off, find maybe new rookies he can align with. Have make someone else be enemy number one day one, and then 
come back, do your thing. And I think that's why Bananas, Bananas took this season off too, because if he came back, he would have been gone first episode. He would have been target number one. Plus, it's smart for everybody to try to get Wes out. Uh, TYB would have been in a much better position if they would have made a deal with Wes. But the longer that Wes is in, Wes is going to pull more people to his side. It's going to fuck them up in the long run. I think they kind of know that. I think they kind of know if we don't get this guy out ASAP, we lose. We all lose. I think think TYB is stupid because they don't realize they're at the bottom of this big brother totem pole. Oh, just. And they think that they swear they're at the top. You want my mm-hmm. prediction how the rest of the season is going to go? Is that, is that, like I already said it, I said it preseason, is that right when we saw Cam, Cam, Leroy, CT, all these guys are going to wear themselves too thin and all these rookies, big brother, outsiders are going to make it longer in this game because eventually when there's no champs left, well, who do you get now? The vets that have been there forever. So, That's what's going to happen. So I think me and you are the only two out of the four that don't know spoilers. I don't know so anything. So who do you think? Yeah, neither do I. So who do you think wins this season based on your thing? I I think it's going to be a rookie. I think there's going to be a rookie one on either. I, I don't know how the finals going to play out. I feel like there's going to be a male and female winner is what I think. But well, I, I'm assuming a partner winner. Yeah. Like I think I think one of the winners will be a rookie. I really do. I think we haven't had a rookie winner in quite some time. And I think we're going to finally have one where the format doesn't force a rookie win. I'm yeah. trying to say. But that's just me. I'm not going to say a person, but as we get closer, but we can keep moving. I know the answer. I, okay. I'm drilling too, too long. Too early to tell. Let's go ahead and talk about the, let's go ahead and talk about the change up. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Devin gets the win. He grabs Tori. Corey gets Natalie. I think upgrade. Corey definitely got Corey, the better upgrade. Corey, not necessarily. They both upgraded. Tori, Tori is, no. is, is a, she is a hardened vet. She's been doing this for a while. She is solid. And her and Devin got some history. And guess what? Devin may be able to turn an enemy into a friend, even on the short term. It, it buys him a little bit of uh. protection. Just a little bit for people who's not going to go vote against Tori. So buy them a little bit. Corey. I don't know. What wasn't it Liv who's like, I was expecting her to be stronger. She's not as strong as I thought she was. What is Liv going to do? Grab grab Big T and take her out? Like, come on. It buys him a little bit of protection and he needs that right now. And Corey, he gets somebody new, but Natalie's a beast. Natalie's a beast. Natalie is scary. Like, I think she's going to really make some waves. If Devin takes Natalie, they're the first team to both have um, gold skulls. I think that puts them in a good position to just not really maneuver the house, but to kind of lay low in a bit because they're both, they both don't have numbers. So if they both have what, they both have um, gold skulls, they can just lay low under the radar, maybe win a challenge here or there, and that's it because they, they won't be really targeted as much, I feel like. Tyler looks ready. Go ahead. Well, Go, Tyler. Antonio pointed out a very terrible take because Jay had two gold skulls, or two red skulls, and went in a third time anyways. Just, so that's, that was different. Last season, there was an unlimited amount. This season, there's only four. You didn't know so that. Who know- yes, there's 
only eight. No, oh, ten. There's, There's ten. Still there there could have only ten, been ten, ten, ten last ten, time. Ten, but anyways, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a game for you guys. This is my personal I'm opinion. Okay. Okay. Time. I got I got I got four names here. Okay. I got Devin, Natalie, Tori, Corey. Okay. So Devin. Oh wow. Devin, really? I think upgraded his partner. Now I think Nicole and Tori bring a lot of the same things. While Nicole might be stronger than Tori. Tori's more mentally prepared for this game and they're better, rivals though. better in puzzles. They're not rivals. The whole thing from second chances literally was just for the show to have some type of drama because it wasn't that great of a show. I watched it. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't that it was forced. Wait, but no, but Devin, but Devin, Devin really picked picked a partner. he wanted to vote in though. Let him finish. No, he wanted to vote in Corey, not Tori. It was a guy's elimination. It's a solo we game. Know. We didn't okay. know that. All right. Tori. We can see the made, writers of the wall. Tori gets an upgrade, in my opinion. She gets a smarter player who, in my opinion, can help win dailies better than Corey. I don't think Corey's a good daily performer. I, I think he's overhyped. Okay? He's Corey also got an upgrade. I think Natalie is better than Tori in every single way. And Natalie, I think, got a downgrade. <laughs> well, I mean, she has no partner, so I'm considering I think she got an upgrade. I don't hate, Co- <laughs> I don't hate Corey. I don't hate Corey either. She, but she got a downgrade. She got a downgrade, and, and Wes is better than Corey in every single component of the game outside of having younger oh, people yeah. in his alliance. It's the only thing Corey does better than Wes at this point. I mean, all, all right, Becky. We, I would consider an upgrade because of number wise. Becky, here to Wait, share I'm your sorry. take. Um, I kind of agree with Tyler. Uh, I, I think that Tori upgraded. Uh, I think that Devin. I think. Um, I think Devin and Tori are, Tori is a little bit more physical, where Devin is more mental. Um, and I think together they're going to be a, a good team. And I can tell you that Corey really upgraded with Natalie because she is amazing. I think she's an, one of the better overall competitors, mentally, physically. Uh, I think she really has the ability to, to be a number one kind of elite player. Uh, so I have high hopes for Natalie. I hope, that, I hope she lives up to them. Um, and I mean, I think she downgraded with Corey. I'll be honest. Corey is not the best at a lot of things. He's okay, but he's not the best and nowhere near as good as, uh, Wes. Well, Jack over here in the chat said something really impressive. He said, uh, Corey holds the record for the most consecutive daily wins. Well, go off. Tyler, care to answer back? What no, season was that? No, I think he's talking about last season when Corey was in the he was one of the three safe people. Um oh. because he won some he won some team dailies and he won some pair dailies. And you know, I I mean I, that's fine. Yeah, people are getting better at time and you can say what you want, but I still think Corey's overall gameplay, he's not that strong at dailies. Sure, he can hold a record. Okay. Darrell holds a record for four four straight finals wins, and he hasn't been to a final in the past 12 years. So like what are we gonna I get it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Jack. But they're, they're, it's not, I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think he's that great at dailies. I think he chokes in a lot of high-pressure situations. And I think when people let him win dailies, as kind of like some people have done in the past, I think he gets he gets farther. But it's because of his alliance. So maybe we got to give him credit for that. All right, guys. Bloodlines. Oh, Bloodlines, those are all teams. Get out. Get, get out of here. Okay, first, first of all, first of all. I think the, last season, you, on, on World of Worlds 2, you can just say how Team US destroyed. No, you didn't do that great. Um, oh, my God. Go back to Gauntlet 3, where the vets literally won 99% of everything. 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 Get out of here, 
Before we teams. get out of here, we would love to hear some questions for you guys. While you guys are getting that together, let's go ahead and jump into Tyler's top five. Tyler, who won today's episode? Who's the top five? No particular order, but who are the winners of this episode? There's only one right answer. Well, you well, I I think Cam had a great episode. Okay. I think I think CT had a great episode. Okay. Um, I think Casey actually had a really good episode. Obviously, winning her da- winning the daily, getting the power, but also now fuck that I close think, the stove. I'm just yeah. But here's the thing: we saw that she's kind of like friends with CT also there too. Like, there's her game is better than we're giving her credit for. Um, you know, so yeah, so 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 CT Casey Cam. Devin, I don't want to put him in there. Uh, probably, probably Leroy. I have to give it because Leroy won the daily. It's it's slim. Leroy got out one of his one of the guys that are better than him at finals. Mm-hmm. So maybe we got to say that. Um, I think I think Devin had the best episode. Uh, this yeah. this whole thing was kind of written as if Devin was going home at first. I thought, but then it started to turn. But you can say no, but I I think Devin had a great episode. Uh, in my opinion, there's one name I think you forgot, Kyle. Kyle had a great first first moment. Kyle is the reason why this every single event happened. This Kyle episode. had a good beginning the of the episode. Yeah, he, we, I didn't even he see him in the, the block, second half, and we haven't heard back from him since. I'm gonna say, but the, the whole down, the whole sequence of events this, this episode took was because of Kyle. No, things it don't was happen. Because this episode opened his mouth, and he should have kept it shut. Uh, but that was because of Kyle. Kyle, Kyle lied. All right, guys. Let's take a couple of questions. This one from Robert. Rob, what's good? He said, who do you think are the top three teams currently? Also, are you upset with production for bringing Darrell and Teresa back and not giving them any camera time? I'm going to say that I'm not upset with Darrell and Teresa um, not getting camera time. They're just not getting camera time right now. I don't know how Teresa's going to fail because she's been going for a while, but I think Darrell is definitely going to get his time to shine. I mean, also the rookies haven't gotten a lot of camera time. Like, I forgot there was two Ambers this season. I haven't heard from them. I was Hardly. watching this. I was like, oh my God, there's two of them. But, uh, oh my God, there's three two teams. of them. The way you top said three. that. <laughs> Why do you hate women? I know. I'm just saying, question. I didn't realize there was two Ambers this season. All right. <laughs> top three teams. Uh, top three teams. Fuck. All right, I got to think. Um, I think too I, hard. Who the fuck are the teams? I don't even know. Do off the teams that you you're remember. So good at, you're so good at podcasting. You think about it for a while, Becky. Three favorite teams. Jesus. Get, uh, get us together, top, Tony. And I, are we talking favorite teams or teams that well, I think are Who do you think are the, the three best teams? Um, I got to give it to um, Kyle and Cam. Okay. Uh, Leroy and Casey are strong. And as much as I hate to say it, Fessy and Anissa are strong. Mostly because of Fessy, but then Anissa gets attached to it because of who she's with. All right. And Tyler. Language. I just, I really just like watching Antonio. She's like, struggling. Really struggling. She's struggling right now. <laughs> she's like, like, did you watch the teams? show? And I did, but like, I'm trying to remember these teams. Too um, many of them. I think, I think Cam and Kyle are a top team. I think Lolo and Nam are a top team. Oh, I forgot about them. Um, And for like a third team, I really don't, I don't have a third team because I feel like it's just a lot of like flutter. Like you could put, you could put Leroy and Casey there just because they're both physically strong, but then how well they're going to do in puzzles. Like, I think those two teams right now are like my top two teams. 
uh, that I think can do well in all aspects of the game going forward. Uh, but there's a lot of standouts everywhere else, but there's just too many holes in everybody else's game. Um, I actually really do like this pair of um, Devin and Tori really well. I like That's it too. It's, uh, the, it's, it's almost limitless where, the, where that team can go. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Who's on? Wait, are those an answer? No, you should not. No, 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 no. You can answer the first time. You can't even remember whose team Wait, real quick. Wait, who is Therese's partner? Jay. Jay, yeah. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Fuck. Next question yeah, is from D-Link. Yo, Demetrius, we're shaking. Uh, he says, would you rather season 37 be a Battle of the Seasons or Rival 4 format? Uh, mm. I know that we all love the Rivals. They have made some of the greatest seasons, but guess what? We've seen it. We've seen it. Let's do something new. Mm. We can always bring Rivals 4 back later on, but I, I'm, I'm still not I'm still not 100% on the Skull thing yet, but I'm I'm down to see something new, so I'm gonna say neither. Um, I'm always down for something new, Antonio. I mean, Battle of the Seasons should be fun. I feel like I mean, I don't think real, uh, like challenge wise, like vet wise, like real world seasons. I don't think you have to, you can go into specific seasons because there's just not that many of them anymore. So I guess you might have to do like a few different challenge general teams and just do like oh Big Brother seasons and Survivor seasons and other shows. I guess and maybe just like a, like a random team. Because I just don't think you can do that. But other than that, I would love to see an ally season next year. I think that's a season the fans have been asking for. That are a couple so. season. It's been a while since we got well, yeah, uh, allies, access. couples. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down to see something like that. We got a lot I, of a, cool a season access. where alliance members can work together. I just think that just brings entertainment, and that's what we, I think that's what fans have been asking for. So just give it to us already. Okay, and Becky. I like the idea of an allies slash couples season. I think that we have enough uh, kind of couples within the uh, challenge place that would be able to work out, but it might work better as an allies type of a format. Um, Either that, honestly, I'm kind of interested in seeing how they would work in X's season because we have a lot of intermingling. (laughs) Tyler. Uh I would prefer a Battle of the Seasons season. Now, I think Battle of the Seasons 2012 is a really good season. A lot of people don't like it. It's an unpopular opinion. Um, but it actually works out because Big Brother players play scared games and they like to gang up on people. And we see that with a lot of the Team UK. They like to play gang up games. And I think, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just saying that's that format would benefit them very well. Here's the thing. If Wes or Bananas are not on the season, you can't do a Rivals 4. Because they hold the biggest rivals uh, of. I'm not saying those two are those two would be a team, but uh, I'm just uh, saying okay. those two have so many different direct lines of rivalries that losing them just damages the show it and like the credibility. Of this yeah, it achievements it, and it, it kind of forces it. And I I don't think an X's would be good personally. I think X's is the worst format they've done ever since X's one because I like they X's though. because it was fun. It, you you like it, but it's. It's uh oh they're exes. No, Naya just gave Leroy a BJ. That's all it is. They're not exes. <laughs> like he gave her he, they, they do he, include he, hookups <laughs> and supposed alleged hookups for that. He got five on it and that's all it was. That's all it is, okay? Like yeah. he did not like, just say he got five like, on it. So wow. and, like, my opinion is that is just it I season season would be good, in my opinion. I think Allies is great. Um and I I've yeah, I've been searching that forever. Ooh, Kevin had a good one about two male eliminations in a row. Yes, I predicted that last week. I predicted that last week. Yes. Well, I, I just think it was because Nicole was exactly. there. I think, Nicole's I, there. I think it was just the way it was. What were they going to do? Bypass a whole elimination? That would suck. They've done it before. Considering Hall Bros next week, I think that 
next week's supposed to be the guys. This week's supposed to be females. But because Nicole wasn't there, they just had to just change up the order. All right. Last question for my man, Irvin. Do you guys think the skull format should be the norm going forward? I, uh, no. Mm -hmm. I, I, yes I, do, no. I do like the skull format. I don't think it's bad. I think we should have it for a couple of seasons and then let's go on and find something new. This skull format has changed the game immensely where now you have to go into elimination. It's different. Uh, I accept it. I'm not rallying against it, but I wouldn't want to see it in every single season going forward. Tyler. No, you guys go ahead because I have something else I'm going to add to that. Antonio, That's okay. what I do. Um, so with the skull format, I, I like it in a way because I feel like when you win a season, it's nice to have like a, like a good, perfect season. You want elimination, you want a final. Awesome. But I do think each season they have to like add a twist to the gold skull. Like last season, you said win elimination. This season is only 10. Your next season, maybe it's like, you know what? There's, it's like, the, I don't know how they're going to play late this season, but maybe like the island, it's like keys instead of gold skulls. You win a daily challenge and you win an elimination. And then you have to, if you win both, you take someone's away, something like that. It'll just keep it changing. If it's a constant number, it's just going to throw it all. It'll get old really fast. Becky? Um, I like the concept. Um, I don't like it as a long-term thing because very similar to, to what you guys say. I think it would just get boring and very stagnant um, where people would be like, okay, I already know what I'm going to have to do. Um, I mean, it does go against everything that they would always say for years i mean don't i don't want to see you on this elimination floor you need to start winning so you don't see this so it's it's definitely a change up and i think a lot of the older statesmen of the of the challenge are having difficulties with it hence why they keep backing out of going into eliminations um unless you're fessy because that was sincerely a punk move but nonetheless um i think they need different twists i think this is going to get really old um, I still think that they should, I, I think they need to do eliminations differently, but I agree. And that's where I come in because <laughs> I think, oh. I think the show has had one major flaw that it has never fixed. And I think that it could fix it and it would liven up the show. It make it less predictable and it would force people to not skate by. Now, this whole thing of you need to go into elimination to get into a final. Great. What I think they should do is once you win an elimination, you don't go back in until everybody left has went into an elimination. So let's say you got 16 guys and 16 girls. Well, they get, they, once they win, the next eight advance to the second round, then those eight go into eliminations. And then the final four left, that's who's in the final. Then when you get to a final, you have four girls who have won two eliminations, four guys who have won two eliminations. Nobody skates by. And if you win the first, like the very first elimination, you get a break for a while. So that's kind of like um, what they did on Invasions with the rookies well, like on, on the first island that they were on, yes. is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, like, I think that makes a lot of sense, but I, I, I still think if that's how, if that's the normal way to do it, it will just get old very fast. It just, you you got to change kinda, it up. You got to keep it fresh. The, every season has to be different. You can't just go into the same... If you see a back-to-back thing, same, same seasons, it's going to just get old. Just change it up. Be, be new. Be just... I don't know. I get what you're saying. Well, that's been one hell of an episode, one hell of a live. Love kicking in with you guys. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys. Thank you for interacting with us, talking with us. Love it so much. Make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com for all of your custom challenge gear. 
make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com and pick up all of your LWC challenge shirts and magnets and all the other stuff we got. That's going to do it for us. Bananas, close us out. All right. Another great episode, Podstars. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you, when you listen to us on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars. Give us a great review. And most importantly, subscribe. Happy holidays and peace. Merry Christmas.